Podcast. Podcast. Batman. Podcast. 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 Hello and welcome to No 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 Podcast, the Batman podcast for people who loved movies one through forty-two. I'm Danny. I'm Jacob. And I'm Jim. Jim Bullock from our uh, Batman and Mr. Freeze Sub-Zero episode returns, and we are watching every Batman movie ever made from 1943 to the present. Jacob, what did we watch this week? Oh, man. oh boy. We watched Movie 43. That's right. Movie 43. I just I want to note that we did that intro blind. We could not hear the music. Was that good? I, I will find out <laughs> when I edit it No, the answer is no. Probably I'm not. Sure. <laughs> it it's never not is. normally, so... What if what if that was the one time we didn't fuck it up? We nailed. I I know for a fact that I said Batman the first time, and Jim said Batman every time. I think uh, I, till the end when <laughs> I got that we say podcast. <laughs> you didn't pick up that everyone else was saying that. Not at first. Uh, so movie forty three is kind of a. It's one of those ones that's like a Batman movie in the loosest sense of the word. This is more, this is less loose than a lot of things we've done, really. It's less loose than the Drawn Together movie. Less loose than that. It's less loose than... um, Arthur? Arthur, yeah. I think it's, those are the only two that feature less Batman. Yeah, and Bat Pussy, arguably. That's a Batman. Yeah, that's true. Like, analog. Yeah. Um, Beta Man. Also, but that was also he's a major character throughout the whole thing. True, but he was basically a Power Ranger. Yeah, <laughs> he was very, very loosely Batman. Uh, so, had either of you guys seen movie forty three part of this? I, I just want to say real quickly. Yeah, how dare you make me watch this? <laughs> how fucking dare you make me watch this pile of fucking? garbage i fucking worked two closing shifts and in between those i had to pay four dollars from amazon to watch this garbage i sent piece you a free shit. link it was 360p i'm not gonna watch it i'm not gonna watch 360p. Right. i was on your side until you revealed that the, it wasn't high enough quality video for movie 43 this was the most garbage movie I you think also I've ever volunteered. seen. There was okay, so you I volunteered asked. nine months ago, much <laughs> like most of those actors in that movie yeah. did, and they just forgot about it. And then they were like, "Oh, it's I guess I got to do it now." Yeah, uh, it this has, is like if one of our listeners complained that they bought nicer headphones to listen to our <laughs> podcast. It's like you did this. Why did you do this? You didn't have to spend that money. This movie has a huge cast of like A list. Yeah stars who were tricked into doing this that's who, some of them really give it though they some, yeah. like some who, people who try. does good who is good in this movie there's no good performance in this I'm movie i'm saying they try a couple people you're like, talking about wolverine having balls on yes. his neck you yeah. think that's trying yeah. <laughs> look, me, he could have tried just, so much for the less. Listener, let me throw out a couple names of just there's a lot of big stars in here um kristen bell uh uma thurman uh, Naomi Watts, Kate Winslet, Julianne Moore was in a scene that was cut. Chris Pratt, uh, Chloe Grace Mortez. 2013 Chris Pratt. So yeah. this is Parks and Rec Chris Pratt. Elizabeth Banks, Kristen Bell, Halle Berry. There's like a lot of Oscar winners in this movie. This is a very Richard decorated Gere. film. Yeah. And a lot of them tried very hard to get out of this movie. I can see why. Did they read the script? I, I most of them read their scene from what I understand and nothing else and then th- a lot of these actors were paid little to nothing to do this it was just like they were 
they knew somebody and they're kind of guilted into this or they they thought it would be funny and then they thought more about it and they kind of tried to back out and like Richard Gere uh, they he said okay well I, I'll do it but you know I'm busy for like the next year and like that's fine we'll do it in a year he's like okay but I can't I can't shoot in LA it has to be in New York they're like fine we'll move production to New York we'll do it in New York it just did everything it could to try to make this as hard for them as possible. And like, yeah, we'll accommodate whatever you want. We just need your name on here, buddy. Yeah. Because we are not rewriting the script. No. Yeah. Absolutely no work's going to go into His that His scene aspect. was so small, too. It didn't need to be him. No. God. None well, of these no, people, of needed, these to people to needed to be in it. It added uh, nothing to it. They didn't acknowledge or it, like deal with the stars at all. No. The only thing that was like sort of interesting is uh, Kieran Culkin and Emma Stone had a sketch together. Yes. And I was just like, I like both of those people. I do and too. And despite the sketch being a horrible I piece of writing, that I was kind of compelled by them for 30 seconds. I thought that might have been the worst sketch of the movie. <laughs> that was my least favorite. I, I just, I like them. I think I'm, I just enjoy them as actors outside of this movie. So I was like, oh, neat. They're on. This is what the movie was trying to bring up in people. Like, oh, I like that guy. That I like sketch- her. This, this sketch, for the, the the sketch was um uh whatever the guy's name is what was his name Kieran Culkin Kieran Culkin he's like working as a cashier at a supermarket and he's like making the announcements or whatever over the loudspeaker and then Emma Stone comes in and she's like his ex girlfriend or, or something like yeah. that and they have like a fight and they're uh, implying that all these much more interesting things happened that I would have been way more interested to see. And they're just doing the loudspeakers on. Can't shoot all those things in thirty minutes. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. The sketch had thirty minutes to get shot. They said something about how she sucked off a hobo for magic beans, and she's like, "He was a wizard." I I thought that. I think that's fine. I think that's an okay joke. That was yeah. That was okay. I was. I would have been much more interested to see that going on. And what? Why did she think he was a wizard? What? What was this situation? Show me that instead of this boring thing of them arguing in a supermarket. Look, Emma Stone didn't get cast as Hermione. You can just watch Harry Potter. You know, <laughs> it's a similar type. Uh, They're both last name Emma or first name Emma. Yeah, I couldn't remember uh, it, who was it. Emma Watson. Emma Watson. Yeah, 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 yeah. I couldn't remember her name. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So uh, this movie, you want to guess how much? Uh, for, guess the budget and guess how much it made. So I, I have both those numbers here. I've not looked this up, but I, I have a guess. Either. Okay, go ahead. Um, budget, I'm going to guess $3 million. Okay. Box office, I'm going to guess $27 million. Okay. I'm going to say the budget was a little high. I'm going to say the budget was like $10 million. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say <laughs> that it it made like $7 million. <laughs> you think it was a big failure. I can't imagine this went well. Uh, budget, $6 million. Okay. So you're both in the neighborhood. Uh, box office thirty two point four million. Ooh. It made a lot of money. They, it was very successful. This was successful. Yeah, that's insane. Yes. <laughs> what lies did they tell people in this trailer <laughs> to get people? Did they I just like only just, show Hugh Jackman? I think or something it was just star power. I think it was just they people see. Oh, I recognize those names. Yeah, it's like I'll Ocean's Eight, this. where it's just like Rihanna. Uh, Sandra Bullock, and it was just that. <laughs> it was White. McLovin and Uma Thurman yeah. and Halle Berry with a weird plastic surgery bit with Stephen Merchant. Yeah. And there was uh, so let's kind of go through what this. Um, uh, it's it's a bunch of sketches. It's the whole. There's no 
I think it was kind of a loose plot thread going through. There's like a framing device. Yes. Yeah. Going through. And it, um, th- there's, I- I'm a little confused because this, what I'm looking at uh, on Wikipedia has nothing to do with uh, what the movie I saw. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, Is it just detailing how mad all the stars were to be in this movie? Because that's what the that's the interesting part of this film. Hold on, I think there's two different versions of this movie. Oh man, Danny, I think you're reading the plot synopsis to Remember the Titans right now. <laughs> and, uh, which, to be fair, they do have a Remember the Titans scene at the end of this movie. I I think I watched the version uh, from the the UK and the Netherlands. What was the framing device in the one you watched, Jim? Wow, this is crazy that there's multiple framing devices. Yeah, yeah. So, this is interesting. Uh, for I me, the link that you sent. So we've watched the same one at least. Yeah, yeah. For me, it was basically uh, Greg Kinnear is a movie executive, and mm-hmm. Dennis Quaid is a guy who's in pitching a movie to him, okay. and then he each sketch is like one of his movie ideas. And uh, Dennis Quaid, after Greg Kinnear's like these are horrible, Dennis Quaid pulls out a gun and mm-hmm. holds him at gunpoint and keeps telling him movie ideas. And there's also a plot thread where uh, Common is sleeping with Greg Kinnear's wife, and uh, Greg Kinnear pulls out a gun on him and tries to make him uh, perform oral sex on one of the security guards. This makes so much more sense than the version we watched. Yeah, yeah. Why did they change it for the... (laughs) Please tell me the version you guys watched. The oh, man. version we watched, it was uh, these these two kind of burnout teenagers. Dumbass teens, yeah. And it, it starts off, they're trying to make like a viral video. I can't believe I'm going to have to watch this movie twice. <laughs> I can't $8. believe I'm going to have yeah. to watch, <laughs> watch this movie in high quality. <laughs> so it's these two teenagers, they're making a, a viral video where one like holds a dart in his mouth and the other one throws the dartboard at his face. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they hit like a bullseye doing that. And um, the 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 video goes like super viral, like instantly. Then they realize it was the the younger brother had he's like a computer wizard. It's one of those like he just technology is magic. And yeah, he's like he just pops up on their screen, and he's like, "I faked it, you idiots, <laughs> nerds!" And then they want to get revenge on him. Yeah, so to get revenge on him, they want to get a bunch of uh, viruses on his computer. Yeah, so they're just gonna watch like a ton of porn on his computer. Yeah, so to distract him, they need to distract him. So they're like, well, uh, we need help. Like, we're trying to find this crazy movie that, like, we can never, we could never find it. We need your help. Like, it's illegal in every country. Uh, and then they're like, what's the movie? Oh, uh, it's called Movie uh, 43. And then he's like, goes deep dark web and starts searching, and all of the files they download are that are the. And, and there's videos. like this group of like Russians on the internet who are looking for this movie because like the movie predicts the future or something. The well, there's a Russian trying to protect it, and then there's an Asian gang yeah. trying to steal it. Right. This is insane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is insane. Your version's way better. It, and it, they find it. Yeah, and should we just go through the real world plot and then talk about the sketches? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah. it ends up causing like a apocalypse. Yeah, it's like a it's a cold war like Man- Manchurian candidate, but nationwide. Like yeah. it makes all Americans go insane, and since there's no more Soviets to fight, they just tear each other apart. Yeah, they blow up the whole world. Yeah, and the one the one teenager when he's looking at porn on his brother's computer to get um, viruses on there, he realizes the woman that he was jerking off to was actually his mom, and he, like, loses his mind. 
and he he tries to rip his own dick off or something. Yeah, yeah, he does. It's and then then it cuts to you know like the future, and it's you know like Outlander, fucking Mad Max style yeah. desert. All these all these people running around, you know. And and he's uh, he finds like the laptop, and he, he's like, there's like a screen that says like, do you want to end object or uh, um, protocol mission protocol whatever. terrapin? Yeah, and save send the world back to normal. He says yes. He says really yes. Are you one hundred percent sure? Yes. We can't do that. So here's some more sketches, and that's just how the movie ends. Just a series of more <laughs> sketches. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so in the version that I watched, right. um, you know, the pay-per-view version of this movie, <laughs> uh, they so it comes to a head where Greg Kinnear is trying to make is holding Comedy Gunpoint, who is his boss, who has been sleeping with his wife, and then somebody calls cut, and it's just them on a movie set complaining about things, and they say, "Well, here's some more sketches." So at least they uh, they don't wrap up either narrative arc that well no no yeah which they could have they in both they could have just ended the movie with like and he hits the button and then things do go back to normal yeah or don't go back to normal but just end the movie yeah again they were like no i think they they could have thrown the sketches in before the end of the i don't understand why they didn't they just had too many sketches and they didn't know how to fit them all in there was the order of the sketches the same for you guys? I think so. Um, the first one is the ball balls. chin. Yeah. yeah. And then one of the last one is that the catch. Like, the cat. The That's cat. what it's called. The catch. That's what the ball chin one is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right. And then, yeah, the then, animated cat was the last. Yeah. Yeah. Then I guess it probably is in the same order. With okay. the animated cat? Did, that was after the credits. Oh, I, I didn't uh, see oh, that. Oh, did you I not stopped. did you not watch the whole movie, Danny? Did you uh, make credits. me watch a whole garbage movie and didn't even watch all you of it yourself? Volunteered. You requested this one. I gave you a list of movies. You said I'll I'll take this one. That's beside the point. <laughs> uh, I feel like if you were a true friend after you'd watch this movie, he goes, Guys, we can't do it. I can't let you get you know. What's this interesting is, this about is how this every episode. actor yep. got into to movie experience. No, that's exa- exactly arc. what happened. And uh, I expect my full day rate, uh, Jim which is, is a quarter of a sandwich of your choosing. Jim, Jim was like, we can't, Mike. <laughs> we can't, uh, we can't, uh, I can't watch this movie today. We're like, fine, we'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't, I can't come to, to your place. Fine, we'll come to your place. I'll move. Yeah. I'll move apartments. Where's, where's convenient for you? <laughs> um, so I, all these sketches were not good. All no. of them, I, it was funnier than I thought. Cause I think I went into this knowing this has a reputation for being one of the worst movies ever made, and I I went into it not wanting to think anything was funny. So there's like a few moments where I'm like, eh, that kind of got a chuckle out of me. That sounds like a compliment, though. Like one of the worst movies ever made. This is like one of the worst movies ever it's made. So middling, but it's like so joyless. Yeah. yeah, there's no edge to it. It's, it's not sh- like a troll too fun bad movie. No, I didn't. I I had no joy watching. I think I've never had a less pleasurable experience watching any movie in my entire life. Yeah, and I've watched so many garbage movies. Yeah, I saw Uncle Drew opening weekend. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He was confused. He was like, "You don't want to see it." I was like, "What do you? What? What do you mean? You're surprised? Uh, look, terrible, terrible." I've seen Bad Pussy like three times. I watched that before this again. That is that Bad Pussy is the worst thing I've ever seen. 
<laughs> I thought you said bad pussy, and I was like, I don't know what that is. That a is that a movie or no? Like, I just have had a lot of bad sex. Okay, yeah, <laughs> sex is. You've generous. had sex three times. Yep. All How do you do that? it? All of it terrible. He's got to lower your standards. <laughs> uh, so it starts off with um, th- this was the one that they shot initially with um, Hugh Jackman. And they use this as like a pitch to show other actors, and somehow that that worked. It made other actors want to do this. Oh my god! I guess the the director, somebody knew, he met Hugh Jackman at a wedding and convinced them to do this. He's like, it'll be fun, and you'll just shoot for like one day, and we'll knock it all out. And Kate Winslet too. And Kate Winslet, yeah. yeah. And it's just something fun and silly, like totally outside your normal wheelhouse, and you can just do it so easily and. I don't, this is what, like, when people are like, you got to start networking, man. This is the type of shit that apparently <laughs> happens when you just talk to people. You wind up putting, strapping balls on Hugh Jackman's <laughs> chin because you went to your friend's wedding. And it's like, I didn't want to go to the wedding in the first place. And then, like, this guy was probably so excited. He was like, I did it. Yeah. I'm finally making it in Hollywood. <laughs> no, this is, this was his idea to strap balls to Hugh Jackman's chin. I know. It's He's not like probably, he got roped into this. I understand. He was ramped up about it. Yeah. No, I'm it's, saying, it's, it's the Farley brothers. It's yeah. like people who have made big bad movies you know this is a guy like they're they made like dumb and dumber and all those type of things it was uh peter farley not the farley brothers okay he's just one of the farley brothers oh excuse me <laughs> yeah excuse me i don't want jeff to feel bad <laughs> yeah no, they, they have great chemistry together okay and uh clearly that some, that didn't come through with just the one matt parker and trey stone were initially involved in this to, to write and they managed to get out of their contracts and they backed out right at the the end god bless them <laughs> This this does feel like they had writers signed on and then all the writers quit. Yeah, <laughs> like we just need to. We started with ball chins. Where do we go from? But here? they had so many sketches in this, like more than they needed. And there's like two or three that they shot and they had to cut for time. And they apparently they had like a, a whole bunch that they couldn't get the actors they wanted to do. So they they had like sixty sketches that they wrote for this. Oh my god! Like they w- had one specifically for George Clooney, and they pitched <laughs> it to him, and he said to go fuck himself. He's not going to do this. Yeah, the sketch was George Clooney uh, plays a guy who can't pick up women. That yeah, was the yeah, crux yeah. of the sketch. Yeah, um, a great concept. Yeah, <laughs> great concept. A lot of these sketches revolve. It, this movie does not like women. No, very much at no. all. No, <laughs> that's that really came through. Uh huh. Nearly every sketch. Yeah. It was pretty, uh, pretty impressive. Also, non-white people. There's like weird uh, Asian jokes. Uh, yes. Yeah. There's some. We'll get into. The, let's go through it kind of chronologically, and we'll we'll talk very quickly about each of these. The the pitch was the one with Hugh Jackman uh, goes on a date with um, uh, Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett, and uh, he just has balls on his chin. Yeah, he's got like he's wearing a scarf, and they're like, "Oh, but my scarf's softer than yours." Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then he takes it off and reveal. And oh, I bet that killed in theaters. Yeah. I laughed. I did not see that coming. <laughs> there was balls on <laughs> Hugh Jackman's chin. Like, like, that's fucking crazy. Like, that's that's a funny joke for a second. Yeah. And then they stretched it, it to seven minutes. Yeah. Um, I also laughed when it got cold and his balls got sucked <laughs> into his neck. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say those were the two times I laughed in this entire movie. And the first one was a big laugh. Like, I laughed out loud sitting in my room, and very the whole, tired. The whole thing is just that everyone, seem, no one seems to notice these balls except for Kate Blanchett. And she's really horrified. And she's trying to find a way to ask about them or bring them up, and she can't. And his balls just keep getting in the food and, and getting in the way. 
I just was the whole time I kept thinking about the anatomy of this. Like, does he just like cough and jizz comes out? (laughs) (laughs) I'm surprised they didn't do that. (laughs) I mean, this movie's perfectly willing to go to these terrible, stupid places. (laughs) So why not? Yeah, have him come in his own soup. (laughs) Just do it. Whole hog, baby. It's it's Kate Winslet too. Kate Winslet, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then like some some friends of his show up and they're like, oh, you're on a first date. Let's get a picture of you two, which is not a thing Weird. anyone would do on a first date. I no. also thought with the picture taking, they were going to show the photo and he wouldn't have balls on his chin. That would have so been So it would have been funny. like a weird, like she's the got shining a... Yeah. Where he's like in the photo at the end of the movie. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> his balls were a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now we're getting, I just Which wa- is actually one of the cut sketches. <laughs> vampire balls. Vampire balls, yeah. It's a, it's a Smashing Pumpkins album, right? <laughs> My balls are a vampire. <laughs> I just, I, I wanted this to go anywhere. I wanted something <laughs> to, to happen. I wanted someone, I wanted there to be like a, this to build this where she asks him what's going on or something happened and nothing happens. It's just kind of the same thing. Just, oh, his balls are getting he got he, hit in the neck with a you know in the balls neck balls with a plate yeah and he's like oh my stomach <laughs> like almost throws up yeah he gets him in the soup i mean honestly i think it's more of a commentary on the lack of communication in modern dating <laughs> and they're trying to examine balls on your neck mm-hmm. are simply uh flaws that we all have and if you have concerns you should voice them what otherwise if, what if this turned out to be a thing where he just didn't he, he dated so many shallow women who were just in for his looks. So he put these balls on his chin just so she did make sure she was into him for him. The, what a fucking horrible idea that is. <laughs> like, what? Fuck you, man. If you're like, oh, I'm too rich and handsome. I need to put balls on my... No, go fuck yourself. You shouldn't have to test someone in that I'm way. I'm trying to think of a, a way this could be a better sketch or at least make some kind of sense. That's not nearly the worst way I've seen a rich person spend money. Okay, <laughs> Attaching balls to your neck to get less shallow people to, to be interested in you. I mean, some people just buy yachts and then don't go on the yacht. <laughs> so put the, yeah ball let me do let's do this pay a whole restaurant full of people to pretend it's not happening <laughs> it must have cost fi- like 20 million dollars to just get this whole elaborate house which together. is seven how times much? the budget of this movie yeah. how much would you have to you jacob you were yep. gonna bar so um, if somebody comes in and says hey i'm gonna bring this date to this restaurant i'm gonna have some fake balls on my chin okay uh i, I need you to just not acknowledge them, pretend it's it's normal. How much? What's the minimum it would take for you to do that? Well, first off, we'd have to hire extras. You can't just have random people off. Yeah, the but I'm saying for in. you, just for you, just to for not me. Acknowledge it. Yeah, nobody comes into our bar either, so <laughs> it's like that's, that's, that's you don't have to hire bar. extras. That's fair. Yeah, but I they would have to pay me five hundred dollars personally. Five hundred dollars? No way. No, you would do that for like a fucking half-eaten bag of chips like i i 100 percent. i do it for 20 bucks i wouldn't do 20 it. bucks yeah i'd have to shut the bar down there's no i want the whole i'd have to hire people and do no 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 i'm not talking i understand about, that i'm saying fi- it's 500 for me you guys could do it for 20 dollars. i don't know what jackass shit you guys are i'm just saying up to. for you to not you i'm not asking you to shut the bar down i'm asking for you to just not acknowledge it 500 dollars. no <laughs> no way i you're you're lying you would yeah. totally do it for less money why what what do I get out of this? What is a it great story? Just, yeah, great story. Twenty bucks. I would do this for free. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, you guys are animals. 
What? If a customer comes in, they have some kind of a handicap. Are you just immediately like zoned in, like, oh, what is wrong with Balls your face? On your chin <laughs> is not a handicap. It's what not would you real. call it? What would you call it? If someone a bad had... sketch, I would call this a bad, dumb sketch that we're but putting way were, more thought into than real these life, people did. This is a handicap. If this were a real thing, yeah, I probably, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I get, you're right. I'm sorry I wasn't woke enough in respecting what if someone had balls on their chin? What if the dumb South Park shit was real? It turns out Jacob's an ableist, and we're learning this here live on air. So yeah. take that for what you will. $500. <laughs> next sketch. Yeah, next sketch. Um, the uh but, 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 but next sketch is homeschool this is the one oh god where um uh these two parents are having coffee with their new neighbors and they they mention that their their teenage son kevin is is homeschooled and uh in order to give him like the full high school experience they're just being piece of shit to him and just bullying him and giving him detention and uh trying to make things as awkward as possible just like real high school Again, it just was kind of a funny idea that just went nowhere. It just dragged on. That being said, the weird incest moment I thought was very hot and very weird. (laughs) And uh, into it. Into it. I'm going to throw that out there. Wow. Wow. He went with hot. All right. I thought because there's a moment of like his, his first kiss and it was like his mom like coming on to him. And then it cuts like his dad having a conversation. I thought it would have been so much funnier if they had the same thing with the dad and his dad trying to kiss him. And I don't know why they didn't. Because this movie doesn't like women or gay people. Yeah. The joke and, is that his and dad trans is, people is that gay. Comes, yeah, yeah, that either. Yeah. So the joke is that his dad's gay. That's the whole joke. I guess his dad is like a, a gay person who's coming to terms with it, and they're in high school, and is yeah. gay. Mm-hmm. I, it and it just. It, it, the whole thing was just them being pieces of shit to him in a way that is has nothing to do with high school, really. I mean, it, it's like ramped up fake high school. You know, it's like movie high school. Like they tape him to a pole and make and I guess smeared shit on him. Yeah, and then made him scream, "I suck dick." Yeah, another you know, great. Um, and uh, yeah, they like kick him out of a party, which is his. They own didn't house. let him into his house for a party, which I thought was like just the ultimate sadness. Like if you had taken that moment and just spent twenty minutes with him, like sleeping on the street that night, <laughs> yeah. and then just like get like a, getting a weird altercation with someone, and then just like having to like scrounge for money, and then going back to his house and cleaning up the next day. Like, I'm talking wide shots. I'm talking Paul Thomas Anderson. I'm in on that. That's something I would watch. I, sure. I wanted this to be, and they kind of started going into this with the, the first kiss thing, but I, I wanted to be, give him a full high school experience. Don't just bully him. Because there's, there's more to high school than just getting picked on. And they, there's also when you pick on people. <laughs> that's right. To, yeah. That's a fair you point. Know, you got to express that anger somehow, and it's not going to come out in an emotionally intelligent way. I don't know. Is this was that both of your high school experiences just 100% nonstop getting picked on and getting taped to flagpoles? No, I was also very bored a lot of the time. <laughs> um, I, I, I had sex in high school, so I was pretty cool. <laughs> I I waited until marriage, Jim. Okay, he got married the day after high school. <laughs> <laughs> Um. So yeah, that's uh, 
That's that sketch. I mean, at least they tried to kind of give it that this one an arc of sorts. Like at the end, they're like the kid's got a fake girlfriend. Like a it's like a plank of wood that he put hair on. Like they at least kind of were like and like his mom's face is taped to it, like a picture of his mom's face. Yeah, they at least like uh, there were beats to it. I was like, okay, I wasn't yet totally beaten down by this film <laughs> at this point. All these this isn't even just this movie. I think sketch comedy in general it it often goes on for way too long. I think sketches are bad. I'm going to throw that out there. Yeah. I don't like SNL. I, I don't, don't like Key and Peele, like the Amy Schumer show. Like, there's like good moments in all of these things, but I think it's like a failed medium at this point. Because most uh, uh, sketches, usually they have one joke, and it's just like, let's keep repeating this joke over and over. And you can get away with it like a couple times, but five minutes of the same joke, it's like, yeah, I, I get it. It's... He's, he's got balls on his neck. He's got balls in his neck, yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't it be hilarious if someone did that? <laughs> they should make a movie about that, wow. Next one is The Proposition. Uh, Julie and Doug have been in a relationship for a year. Uh, he, when he attempts to propose to her, she reveals that... This is why Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris got a divorce. <laughs> I want to be very clear. They yeah. were a happy married couple. They shot this. They were divorced not that long later. <laughs> Coincidence? This is the longest shit joke I've ever seen yeah. in my life. He's he's about to propose to her. And she says, uh, he says, I have something I, I want to ask you. And she says, oh, I have something I want to ask you too. And he's like, okay, you first. And she's like, poop on me. And then it, it's just the whole thing is him like building up to how is how is he gonna take a shit on her and what's he gonna eat yeah like, what's he gonna Jimmy eat smooth is like no no you gotta eat like beans and burritos yeah. and shit JB Smoove was so committed to this shit yes. dude really, like yeah. like could sell anything yeah. he was like really I was just like they gave you nothing and you were like dancing back and you're like a quarterback who's like scrambling without an offensive line and you're just doing everything you can to get back to the line of scrimmage and i was like yeah man re- respect there's this he tried. moment at the, the, the this goes on and he's like uh eating the the burrito and he's taking all these laxatives and, and stuff and uh then they're ready to get into it and she's kind of like oh what's your your rush let's let's build up to this and have some foreplay and and then she's like, uh, put this uh, lotion on my neck. And and the neck seemed like such a weird place to do it that I started to think like, oh, is this going to be something where like he misunderstood somehow? And she doesn't actually want him to. Like they didn't write a pun. <laughs> no. They didn't write anything. I was trying to think so. like, how could this have been a miscommunication? What could she have wanted? Yeah, it's, it was weird because he she was like, I want you on my neck. Yeah. And and he goes, your neck. And she goes, is that okay? And yeah, it's a weird moment. It's like, that is the most interesting thing in the sketch is the idea like, I want to be pooped on. I want to be have my neck be pooped on. Of the back of my neck. I want to like be kind of kneeling and you squat over me from behind. Also, they're doing it on their bed, not yeah. in a shower, like no right. or anything. Yeah, I mean, hey, I don't. I'm not trying to kink shame. If you want to be pooped on, go for it. But you know, not on your bed. Yeah, you got to clean that shit up. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, you guys looking at me like I'm gonna ask. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> what did did someone tell you I did? Because I don't. <laughs> I cannot afford what another bed. Okay, <laughs> I can't afford another bed, and I already am not that clean. I'm, I don't clean very often. I can't do this. I can't afford this kink. I, I, I mean, I think if from the little I know about this kind of thing, isn't it normally like the chest? Isn't that? 
I feel like I can't poop that accurately. I want a big target. <laughs> I want poop that. Accurately. Do you want someone to draw like an X for you? Like, what do you what are you asking I here? I don't think I could guarantee it would all end up on somebody's neck. The chest, I feel like I could handle. Yeah, I mean, not, I you say you can't poop that accurately, but have you ever missed the toilet? Yeah, but I'm right over the toilet. You're gonna be right over the neck. The neck's a much smaller space than a toilet. I guess, but no, it, most of it lands in near the middle, doesn't it? I guess so. But he's he's got like diarrhea or something. He's well, you're going to get some on the neck then. Guaranteed. <laughs> I guess, but a lot's going to go... Blast. Yeah, a lot's going to go off the neck. I don't care about that bad, I, I guess. I feel gross talking about this sketch because it is uh-huh. so antithesis to like what I think is good or funny. Is they're literally doing like fake stomach gurgle fart noises <laughs> while I just grip like oh stop. in editing they add some in because Chris <laughs> Pratt doesn't even react to some of the noises that are so heinous. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> they're, they're, instead of punching up the script they just added extra fart noises. <laughs> so good. And th- this ends with um they he he says something about um, or they is running thing that you don't you don't take a shit on your girlfriend you you poop on your girlfriend you take a shit on a whore, and so he slips up and he says something about I want to take a shit on you and she gets very offended and and runs out and he chases after her and he gets hit by a car and j- there's this explosion of poop all over the windshield. <laughs> I wanted him to be dead. That I wanted this to be like a Monty Python thing where he just explodes completely. <laughs> she she runs into the street when he gets hit by the car and and she says, Dad, call the police. They imply the guy in the car is her dad. Wait, what? Yeah. I didn't get that. I, I thought she that. just said call the police. No, yeah. I'm pretty sure she says dad. And then they just never even show the guy. They don't deal with it. It was such a bizarre choice. Yeah. I, oh, I I love this movie. Anna Faris saying "poop on me" at the beginning I thought was was funny. That that made me chuckle. Her delivery is is really great. Uh, she's as it feels like a very Anna Faris kind of joke. They should just show this movie to any kid in acting school, and it's like doesn't matter, you know Come how back. good you are. Sometimes <laughs> you're gonna be horrible. Yeah. Sometimes no matter what you do, it's gonna be garbage, and you just gotta keep keep getting back out there, you know. Take it on the chin. Okay. The next sketch is Veronica. This is the one we talked about earlier about the uh, Kieran Cullen and Emma Stone. They're arguing in this uh, grocery store, and uh, all the everything they talked about sounded like a much more interesting sketch than what we got. Uh, I mean, yeah. I love the idea of someone blowing a wizard for magic beans. Yeah, that sounds really funny. I want to see that sketch. Let's yeah, let's hear it. It's the type of shit that's probably going to happen in the new Matt Groening Netflix show. He says like, a Netflix show. Yeah, it's like t- The Simpsons, but it's uh, it's fantasy setting. Oh, okay. Thing. Um, or maybe this will happen in uh, Movie Forty Four. Yeah, sequel. Let's do yeah. it. It's been five years. People are clamoring for it. It made. They've already filmed the half the sketches yeah. uh, <laughs> in nineteen ninety four. The is it's all like Kevin Spacey and Woody Allen, and Whitney like, Houston. Yeah, we can't we can't show this now. Um, and there's this weird thing at the end of this sketch where uh, she runs out, and then all the the old people who've been in the store they they heard this argument, and they're like, "Oh, you two are truly in love. You got to go after her." And they they get really involved in like who's gonna cover a shift, 
and someone's like they're like what time does your shift in like okay i can take it from these hours to these hours yeah and someone's like okay i'll take it for the for these hours to these. it takes like, a village danny it takes a village <laughs> it's a sketch you don't need to cover the shift just run out after her no one would be concerned yeah just let the let the old people steal <laughs> fuck it who cares who cares they yeah. put so way too much thought into this and not enough thought to everything else also there's group. only one person working in this grocery store that is huge yeah yeah and it's this weird like graveyard populace they have it's all like 105 year old like gross people that are, yeah that are I, it's a weird what grocery stores open till five in the morning anyways who nowhere walmart that's not a grocery store though. That's like an everything hellscape. You can buy a gun and a watermelon. Like, it's a great place for Gallagher to go. <laughs> Gallagher loves his guns. Yes. Um, I am convinced Gallagher shit is back in. If I went to a show and someone smashed watermelons, I would think it's the most hilarious shit in the world. I'm gonna throw that out there. Yeah, maybe he's just ahead of his time. I think it's. I think everything's cyclical, and I think it's coming back in. And I'm saying like weird annoyance, like alt comedy shit. That that stuff would play. You yeah. think if anybody smashed a water? Because I think if it was anyone but Gallagher, I'd be so focused on. Wait, this is somebody else's bit you're you're doing. I think in the context of it, I, it doesn't have to be a watermelon, but the idea of smashing fruit or mm-hmm. anything on stage, I think, would be very funny. Is that how Gallagher ended every single show? Is by smashing a watermelon? I don't know. I've never looked into... I, it's, it seems that he does an hour-long set. Yeah. And just what is... What is the set leading up to the watermelon? The only thing you ever see is the watermelon. I imagine it's more prop shit. I don't... I don't know anything about Gallagher except that he smashes watermelons. I do know that he sold his act to his brother, and his brother tours around as Gallagher, too, doing the same thing. Right. That's all I know about Gallagher. Watermelon brother Gallagher. <laughs> the next sketch is maybe the most, no, the, the definitely the most sexist one of the movie, the eye babe. Look, there's plenty <laughs> of ways that this horrible movie is sexist. I think this, this is the least effort one, at certainly. I don't think there's anything else. There are moments in the the super girl thing that were pretty bad, but this nothing compares to the eye babe in terms of just horrible misogyny it's just naked woman that play it's like what if a naked woman was an ipod yeah is the it play it plays music that's the whole idea that's it doesn't the whole, just doesn't make any sense yeah no there's just like the old ipod commercials where people are like dancing around you know loving the ipod but there's just a naked woman next to him it's just yeah. it's just boo it's just boobs yeah boobs the sketch and then the um the, the company that makes they're having a, a meeting because um, all these kids are trying to fuck the eye babe, mm-hmm. but the they put the like fan exhaust port in the vagina, right? Which is anatomically correct, I guess, for some reason. You guys are missing out. The sketch is woke because they had a female character saying what they were doing was wrong, right? <laughs> and as long as you have a female character being like, "This is sexist," it becomes totally progressive. <laughs> I think Jim's right. I think we were quick to judge movie 43. They do have a woman of color at the end of this sketch. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. The first one in the entire movie (laughs) is just wheeled in on a cart with her tits out. Yep. Um, I'm looking through the previous sketches, and yeah, that's definitely got to be true. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, But yeah, everyone's trying to to fuck the eye babe, and there's a fan in the vagina. And And the dicks um, and fingers off. Yeah. 
and Richard Gere is the boss, and he's just so confused as to why anyone would try to fuck it. And he's just like, it's an MP3 player. I'm like, yeah, but it looks exactly like a naked woman. This is the point of the movie where I got really angry that I had to watch all of it. <laughs> Did you? Sh- uh, this is when, I, yeah, I checked the time. At this point, I was like, how deep are... Jesus Christ. Yeah. There's another hour? Oh, my God. I, I did not watch this all the way through. Like, no. I took breaks because yeah. I, like, couldn't fucking do it. I Me did too. it last night, so I, like, after work, so I had, I just had to do it all. I took it, took it all at once. I, I watched in, like, 15-minute hunks. <laughs> oh, yeah, I had to do that with Bat Pussy. I had to, like, sit back and just be like, I need to go outside. I need to hear a bird chirp. I'm so dirty. What am I? You can't watch Bat Pussy all the way through. It's no. it's too much. No, it's like the true version of what at the beginning of this movie they're like it'll like watching this you'll rip your own dick off you'll go crazy <laughs> you'll like everyone's jumping off cliffs that's what Bat Pussy actually did to me yeah. I was so close to ending it all. <laughs> I watched that twice. You're a fucking hero. It's like Rasputin injecting himself with a little poison every day. Well, you guys got to watch the real version of movie forty three and we're gonna redo this podcast all over again. So get ready for that. Uh, uh, so the, uh, Richard Gere is just so confused as to why they would uh, make this movie, yeah. uh, try to get <laughs> yeah. him involved. Uh, and, and they try to argue about how they can stop the dangers of this. And um, what if we put the exhaust port in the ear? And like, no, we can't do that. Why not? I don't know. Just can't. Just be hard, man. The scientist guys. Yeah. Like we'd have to redo the blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. Jack McBrayer plays yeah. the scientist. Yeah. Look, they got a lot of very talented people to show up and just debase themselves. <laughs> Who is the girl with the two different color eyes? I didn't even notice this in this sketch. Yeah. She's the woman who's like, this is bad. She's Kate Bosworth, I think. Okay. Um, so, and, and then at the end, they, they just, they bring in like the, the new alternate color eye babe. It's just a black woman or whatever. And uh, then they cut to a commercial for the eye babe and it's just... Got a bunch of barbed wire around her vagina. A big sign that says no. Don't fuck it. Don't fuck it. Yeah. I mean, look, men need to be educated in this country. Yeah. And uh, if that has to happen through barbed wire signs on our on our sexy iPods, that's that's just what we got to do. I mean, that's literally a thing in Africa where women put like traps inside their vaginas, so if they get raped, it like is like a bear trap and clinches down. You know. I don't think I've ever seen a movie that is women are so very literally objectified. American Pie. American Pie 2. Uh, American <laughs> Pie, the, ri- the Rise of Taj. <laughs> Every movie in this... Vi- this is a genre of movie. This like style of humor where it's just like dicks and boobs and like the insults are the entire joke are kind of have this vibe. But this is, this is an, a, a really elite. I kind of wonder if I'd seen this when I was like 12 years old. I, I, I might have liked this. I feel like that's kind of the target audience for this sort of humor. What did yeah. you like when you were 12? I liked the South Park movie a lot. Um, I remember watching the movie The Crew like 20 times. Wait, wait, wait. I w- the, the movie The Crew? Yeah. What is The Crew? So The Crew is... the. Outside of this movie, the worst movie I've ever seen. This is crazy. Is it really? Yeah, no, I, I seen ha- it in a long time. I, I hated the crew so much. It's and it's crazy. The, no one no one talks about the, the mobsters crew. who like come out of retirement. Yeah, it's about mobsters who come out of retirement. I probably saw that thirty times. There's one joke um where there's there's like a guy holding them all up and 
then the old man in the wheelchair comes up with the shotgun and he cocks the gun. He goes, "Don't move or they're guacamole." And uh, <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? What? Like his ball sack will be guacamole. Oh. <laughs> and that stayed with me forever. <laughs> I'm all the movies that I really like back then. As I'm reflecting, I don't. I can't imagine they hold up. The dude, where dude, where's my car? I saw that so many times. That one's weird, though. Like, I, I haven't seen, like, I think I've only seen it once, but it was, like, not, like, maybe five years ago. It's, like, a weird movie, at mm. least. Um, yeah. I, I loved Adam Sandler when I was, like, 12. Yeah. Look, I, I haven't gone back. I suspect some of his early stuff would kind of ha- hold up. I don't, I don't know. It wasn't as it wasn't nearly on this level of just insane stupidity and like no jokes written no. at all type shit. Well, there's also like at least with Adam Sandler, there's like an ounce of heart. There's no yeah. heart in this movie. There's no soul of this movie. No. This is just like a weird late stage capitalism corporate like money there's grab. Not, there, there's not a plot to this movie. There's no characters that you can identify with or have feelings about or have time to grow and change in any way. It's just this series of things Look, that happens. You say no one grows or changes, but one of the characters in the UK version watches his mom do porn and it drives him insane, <laughs> which is a pretty huge character change. And it, I think it showed a lot of intelligence by the screenwriters. It's, this feels very much in the vein of Family Guy to me, where it's right. just a lot of just joke, joke, joke. No, are- Family Guy tries harder. Than this, I, I will give them that much to say. They write the cutaways harder than these are written. A little bit, but but a lot of Family Guy's things that are, are it's not funny. It's just kind of tasteless, and they're just sure. hoping like uh, that's a reference to something, so that's funny, right? Uh, that's that's a tasteless thing to say, so that's funny. I'm interested to like. I want to go on like IMDb and look up the top reviews for this movie now. And see what people have said. It's kind of like uh, the reverse of like someone. It's like pick your favorite movie and then go on IMDb and read the worst reviews. Right. Yeah. Um, like Squid and the Whale is one of my favorite movies, and the critique was this movie was sad and slow. It made me think about my life. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> Check out that guy's other reviews. Like Mountain Dew, loved it. Oh, have, you ever, have you ever heard of Have you ever heard of porn? That shit's dope. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm I'm looking up the Amazon reviews, and it's got a lot of five star reviews. The same people who like movie forty three are the same people who leave Pornhub comments. Dude, porn comments are ballistic. The, my favorites are the one the guys that are just like nice, like just <laughs> love her ass. Like who is this for? What do you think she's gonna respond? Is it like? The weird, like, old, old-timey old hobo markings where they'll, like, carve into a picket <laughs> fence like, this house has bread. <laughs> but, but it's like, good butt. <laughs> C- come on in, fellas. The water's fine. Uh, yeah, or, like, I saw one one time where a guy was like, you're very sexy. Please call me. And, like, left his number. Wait, he left his number? Yeah. Did you call that number? <laughs> no, you should have called that number. Oh my God! I'd call that number right now. Be like, "Sir, hi, my name is Jim. I saw your number on this Pornhub comment. I have so many questions." Uh, you know that guy had to change his number, but someone else has the number now. The phone He's like, "No, it's not. No, I didn't now. leave my number on Pornhub. That was another man." 
I'm reading through the the Amazon five star reviews. Uh, most of them just say like I loved it, despite what all the critics say. Um, here's one that, that <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, the the name on the review just says five stars. Always good quality from Amazon for DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> reviewing the quality of the dvd is like it played it did not skip i did not have to rewind five stars thank you jeff bezos for movie 43 here's one uh the title of this review is movie dvd (laughs) arrived as promised book paper (laughs) five stars that's so good. Hey, man, uh, what you uh, think of uh, The Godfather 2? Hated it. Didn't come in time. <laughs> they said Wednesday like- came in on Friday. There's <laughs> uh, another one that's also titled Five Stars. Daughter bought this. And for you, five stars. If your daughter buys this for you, you will love it. <laughs> Uh, it's it's like the first movie, but more. What is the first movie? Oh, this what is this guy like watching movies? Just like he watched Aladdin, and then he was like, "That was the first movie." And the second movie he saw was movie forty three, and he was ah. like, "This is the second movie that was made." <laughs> yeah, a man who's frozen in time and has never seen. He's like from the eighteen hundreds. Like this is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Moving images. Whoa! <laughs> I like the idea that he's just trying to watch every movie ever made. And he's like starting with starting with Aladdin, then on to movie forty three and so on and so forth in that order. Or it's just movies with numbers. So like he saw year one, the Michael Sarah comedy from two thousand and seven. <laughs> Trolls two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scary movie three. Fucking, we get yeah, the number thirteen one. starring Jim Carrey, you know. <laughs> uh, possibly the funniest movie of all time when watched correctly. <laughs> fucking railed on ketamine. What? How do you experience? This Did movie we just not correctly? watch this movie correctly? Maybe yeah, that was the problem. Drunk eleven-year-old with a boner. Like, what? <laughs> um, I watched this movie after working a long bar shift and yeah, stoned, same. and I feel like that's all I can give it. You know, I tried. I drank. I was like, I'm not doing this sober. That's all I could. I I tried. I tried to give this movie what it needed. All right, so let's move on to the uh, the, the sketch that we, we watched this because of, oh, superhero speed dating. Uh, Robin and Batman are in Gotham City at a speed dating. Well, first Robin's just there on his own. He's speed dating, then Batman. Played by Justin up. Long. Yeah. And um, uh, Batman just shows up and is just a huge dick to him for no reason. And it's just um, it's ruining his dates, and like it, he implies that Robin is both married and a pedophile to the right. first woman he's on a date <laughs> right. with. Um, which you know, hat on a hat, Batman. I think <laughs> Adam. <laughs> I think the pedophile thing was enough. That was enough. But yeah, what woman's gonna be like? He's a pedophile, but he's single. <laughs> so you know. it's hard to find a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm 40. You got to make some compromises at some point. I mean, that is literally the plot of Lolita, so, uh, you know, keep that in mind. Uh, And and then he says something about how there's the penguins, like, planted a bomb there, and Robin's like, oh, but I just want to go on a few more dates before we look for this bomb. And Batman's like, okay, just a couple more dates, then we'll look for this bomb. It's not, no one's motivations are clear. No. In this this 
whole movie, really, but yeah. especially the sketch. Then uh, uh, Ro- Lois Lane is like the next date. Uma Thurman, yeah. And um, uh, Uma Thurman, second time we've done a Uma Thurman movie on this. She was in oh, yeah. uh, Batman, Batman and Robin. And Robin, yeah. Uh, and she says that Superman's been they they broke up and he's been stalking her, and the the gel on his hair is actually just come. Oh yeah, they, she says that he was floating outside her window, jerking off, and when he came, it blew her window out. <laughs> yeah, she says like a shotgun. So just wouldn't he murder her the first time they had sex? There's a lot of implications here. Don't move her, they're guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, fucking Superman, like just or sorry, Batman says that that Robin's dating her. He like and, calls Superman and, and oh tells right, him. call yeah yeah yeah. And so Superman like flies in and grabs Robin, throws him into the bathroom, and played by Bobby Cannavale. Yeah, and he, he says, great. "If you date her, I'm gonna use my heat vision on your balls and turn them into one big ball." They're, they're really focused on balls in this movie. There's a lot of ball stuff. There's also also a lot of uh, vagina stuff. There's yeah. the whole thing where like Batman is underneath the table staring at Supergirl's vagina right. and he keeps talking about how wide and hairy it is. They're doing like a, a Cyrano de Bergerac thing where he's he's giving Robin, he's telling him what to say. He's got like a, a ear, Robin is an earpiece and he, Batman's under the table listening and it very quickly just becomes him talking about Supergirl's vagina and how big it is. Uh, Supergirl played by Kristen Bell who's also better than this everyone is better than this yeah. are we sure is there not one actor in there and i'm like it's you know Johnny knoxville and sean williams yeah Scott. them i they feel like they fit perfectly yeah. <laughs> in i was like this was just a movie you guys shot already that didn't make it to <laughs> screen and you cut a scene from it and put it in this yeah but but the, and then it um they go over to the the penguin is there and he's also John speed Hodgman, dating. Which uh, you know, I'm gonna give these. Uh, maybe they're referencing the the Apple commercials. Reunited. That actually is what happened. Justin Long. They had done a yeah. bit where like he was like Robin and uh, he was the penguin. He's like, hey, I'm gonna dress up as Robin. Do you want to do this thing with me? And John Hodgman just said yes, not knowing what it was, which seems like the plot of how everyone signed up for this movie. He says he said yes, not knowing what it was or even if it was going to be filmed. <laughs> he just thought oh, it would wow. be fun. This John is Hodgman's down for the ride. Yeah. If a movie was a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth Banks is involved. We got uh, Kate Winslet, Uma yeah. Thurman. And then Emma Stone's like, well, if Uma Thurman and Kate Winslet are involved, I should get involved. Right. If you sell enough tickets, you get a pink Cadillac. I want to do a movie with Richard Gere. That sounds great. Put that on my resumes. Yeah, I'm not in the guild yet. I got to imagine all these. Halle Berry's in there. Like, yeah. She's she's an uh, Oscar winner. If if it's good enough for Halle Berry, it's got to be good enough for me, right? Wait, what do you mean Halle Berry makes guacamole with her breast in this film? <laughs> with one of her breasts. Uh, so then uh, they go over. They confront the the penguin, and um, the um, oh, and Batman encounters his ex, Wonder Woman. And uh, they try to stop the penguin from blowing up Supergirl, who and they they stop that, and then um, it turns out that uh, Bat- Robin starts making out with Supergirl. Well, Robin saves the day. Yeah. yeah. And then starts making out with Supergirl. Yeah. And then it's revealed that Supergirl was actually the Riddler. Yeah. And it's a gay joke. It's like how yeah. gross it is that you made out with a man. Yeah, and then Robin says Batman knew. 
Batman like was encouraging Robin to go make out with her, and then he reveals that he knew that it was the Riddler the whole time. And Robin's like, "Why did you not tell me it was a man if you knew?" And Batman says, "He just thought it was funny." But he, then he says something about like the only reason you'd have a vagina that big is to cover up a dick, a bush that big, a bush that he big. Said, yeah, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Look, I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> There's no amount of bush that can cover up a penis. That's not true. First of all, there's, uh, you know, some people have different sized penises, Danny, you know. Um, <laughs> I guess. But also, I just want to say, this did not make me dislike Jason Sudeikis anymore because I already hated him so much. Okay. I, so it just like everyone else, I'm like, come on. But Jason Sudeikis, I'm like, yeah, that's about right. This is this is <laughs> how I think of you all the time is what you as Batman in this garbage, garbage fucking piece of shit. Now you hate Jason Sudeikis. I'm all out. I'm all out. I don't have any feelings on Why do you hate him? I just think he's smug okay. and like not funny. And he like plays like a handsome, funny guy. And I don't think you're funny or handsome. And uh, yeah. Okay. Stay in your lane, bud. Some, sometimes you just hate people for their faces, and I, I get, I get it. Was he the one who said that he was in one of the towers in nine eleven and it turned out no. to be a lie? No, that was a guy from the league. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought he was in the league. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea. There's like a weird misinformation campaign. <laughs> no, that Jason Sudeikis is one in the league and also lied about being in one of the towers during nine eleven. Like, I just start telling people this at bars, like, I don't like Jason. Like, why not? I'm like, well, he said he was in the tower during 9-11. I also think the league is not a good television show. Of course not. It's not good. It's not funny. It's just like every guy who's been in a sitcom in the last 30 years looks vaguely the same. Yeah. It's all the same white guy. I I I don't have a good... I I get a lot of people confused. I don't have a good memory for names or faces. I understand. Yeah. If, if if no one had contradicted you, I don't think I would have been certain enough to be like, that's not right. Also, how crazy to this guy was like, yeah, I was in the tower during 9-11. Just yeah, like, that's an insane lie to tell. Mm-hmm. It's even worse than Wahlberg's, I would have stopped it if I were on the plane. Because at least that's theoretical. Right. It's not like claiming he was there. No. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, once in high school, I lied and said my dad got in a car accident because I hadn't memorized my lines for my Shakespeare scene exam. It's very but, high risk, low reward. Yeah. But I didn't say I was in the tower during 9-11 during an interview doing press for the league. <laughs> Bring the whole show down. Hell yeah. It took years to come out. Though. Wasn't the show like over when it finally... Like no, that show's got season 48 coming up next week, man. You gotta... Is it still on for real? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Jesus I feel like that... There's so little gain from that. Like, I'm not going to... Is anyone watching a show because he was in the towers during 9-11? I've seen the middle of America, and yes. <laughs> okay, maybe uh, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. There's got to be the people out there. I uh, Next next sketch. Let's just move on to the next <laughs> sketch. <laughs> yeah, uh, we don't really want Jim on anymore. He keeps bringing up 9-11 every time he comes on. 9-11 comes up a shocking amount of times on this podcast and then he tells us about an insane lie he did as a child and then we have to pretend like it's okay (laughs) he keeps talking about 9-11 wasn't real and like nobody can prove it uh this this sketch actually kind of made me laugh a little bit this is kind of funny 
This is it's fine. It's wait, not this terrible. Is, this is the Stephen Merchant. The, Halle no, 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 no. This is the Kids in the Machine. It's a faux public service. Children are inside. Of yeah, them. all the the it's a faux public service announcement that ATMs and vending machines or, or any kind of machine, copy machines, are run by little children inside, like handing you your money or your soda, whatever. So if you get mad and scream at them or hit them, the, the children are crying inside. This was not in my version. Okay. Oh, okay. This yeah. sounds pretty funny. This is not it's in kind my of version. Funny. How is this the thing that they cut from yeah. the, either version? Like. That's, that makes no, it offends no one really. It's fine. It's kind of funny. Yeah. And it doesn't last that long. If they stretch this it's out to quick. seven minutes, yeah. it would not work. That would have been a lot. But no, it's pretty It was like 30 out. seconds. Yeah. Just a little, little sting in there. It was a commercial paid for by the Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Children Inside Machines. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, next up is Middle School Date. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Nathan and Amanda are watching television after school at Nathan's house as their first middle school date. Oh, God. I I didn't know which one this was at first. This one was rough. It's so bad. Well, uh, it's a period joke. It's yeah. a, it's it's a period joke minute. that is seven minutes long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they begin to kiss, uh, the older brother, Mikey, enters the living room and makes fun of them. Amanda d- then discovers she's menstruating and tries to hide it. She like gets up and the kid's like, oh, my brother spilled spaghetti on the couch or whatever. Yeah, and he's like sticking his nose right in the, the blood spot yeah. on the couch. I'm willing to bet Jacob's life that this sketch was written by a man. Of course. No. I'll allow you, really. Written by Elizabeth Wright Shapiro, directed by Elizabeth Banks. Jacob, what? we're going to have to take you out to pasture, bud. <laughs> I was ready. I've been saying this is the year. All year. I didn't think it would be me. I, I thought, you know, like you get someone hit you on your bike. Yeah. No, come on. It's definitely natural causes. But, yeah. But it's uh, it's basically just she's getting her period for the first time. She doesn't really know what to do. And then there's all these men around and they're all freaking out. They don't know what to do. Yeah, they're grabbing like Brillo pads and being like, let's shove this up your pussy. Let's do it. Yeah. Like, she like there's a moment where she realizes it and like comes out and tries to hide it. She's like leaning against the wall and there's just like a it's like she took a sharpie just yeah. like a red line down the wall. Well, the one weird thing is the the boy she's kissing is like, oh man, my brother got fruit punch all over the wall. Yeah. Yeah, he just keeps thinking it's food items. Yeah, and, and I was like, is that gonna be the whole? Is it just gonna be this kid blaming his brother for various? The girl's dad things? shows up and and sees that there's like this red stain on her pants, and he's like, "Oh, what is wrong with your family? Smashing tomatoes against my daughter's legs." Get, who is this woman who wrote the sketch? And we can't, we shouldn't do this, but like that, uh, this is. This I don't is a she bu- doesn't have a Wikipedia page. Uh, that's a bummer. This it really bums like it me was out. Mostly improv, the shit they were yelling and grabbing, because there there was like after in the credits they were showing extra things that they had grabbed and yelled with. Yeah. So I don't know if they just wrote the like the couple like the tomato line or whatever and the fruit punch, and then it was just these dudes going off the rails or what? I I don't know. And then it kind of ends with, I, I sort of like the idea that they were trying to to go for, but I don't think it they've really sold enough that uh, she leaves, and then um, they go, oh, yeah, uh, vaginas are way too complicated, ha ha, and then they're all farting and, and doing all this gross stuff, and um, I I didn't. I think the idea was that they're they're showing that men are actually more disgusting, and they're juvenile for being I don't think they sold that hard enough 
No, because that was like 2% of the sketch. And the yeah. other 98 was people screaming about how horrifying periods are. Right. And then it, it ends with a Tampax commercial in which a girl gets eaten by a shark because she's having her period and she goes swimming. I'm like just shaking. I've been shaking my head for the past like two minutes. Yeah. Uh, not saying it's it's so it's like deeply upsetting. It is like such like a fucked up dumb joke that is like actively causing parm. That that sketch hurts people. That sketch hurts people. I like th- some boy is going to see that sketch and think vaginas and periods are gross now. And it's like a totally hundred fine to like rail on them. Yeah, like, that's like a hundred percent something's going to happen. That is definitely. like such like a fucking misogynistic message and like it's. Ugh. I feel bad for Chloe Grace Mortez that it was in that because she had to be. I, I'm looking at when she was born. She was born in '97. This came out 2011. So she was 13, 14 when they shot that. She was like, this. This is probably like not that distant from her, and then to be in a a, a teenage girl in this kind of vulnerable age where everyone's screaming at her that she's disgusting and gross and. Yeah, yeah, I mean. I feel bad for everyone involved, <laughs> everyone who saw it. I feel bad for us, our listeners. A man made billions of dollars off this. Yeah, there was a lot of money going. This made money. And again, everyone in this sketch, is, I feel like, is much better than this. Patrick Warburton is in this. He's hilarious. Matt Walsh, uh, the uh, Christopher Mintz Plassey, the guy who played uh, McLovin. You just call him McLovin. Yeah, McLovin. He's he's in there. Elizabeth Banks. They're all better than this. They've all done so many great things. Except Jason Sudeikis. He's this is you know. Yeah. Well, he wasn't in this sketch. He could have been. <laughs> <laughs> I we've established I don't know what anyone looks like, so <laughs> yeah. he was. Was he? Was he? Did the, he play the, the little girl? School boy. <laughs> 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 Did he play the the sponge that he that McLovin wants to shove up her? Um, so then they, they have the uh, the the Tampax commercial and uh, then Happy Birthday. This this was maybe the worst sketch of the. Uh, I don't know why it's called Happy Birthday. This is not. He did, Johnny Knoxville did this as a birthday gift for Sean William Scott. Oh, this is the Leprechaun one. Yeah, this is the leprechaun. This one's really upsetting. What, was it a birthday? Because this whole thing didn't make sense. Because it starts off with... Um, he uh, fucked his girlfriend. Right. And he's doing this to apologize, but it's also his birthday. Okay, why? You don't get a, someone a leprechaun because you fucked their girlfriend. That doesn't make any sense. Getting someone a, a leprechaun sounds much nicer than this. He kidnaps a leprechaun, yeah. ties him to a thing, and starts beating the shit out of him asking for his gold. Right. It yes. is so violent. Yeah. It, like, I was like, holy shit, how violent this movie is. Like, the leprechaun spits a like, mouthful of blood in Johnny Knoxville's face at one point. Mm-hmm. And the leprechaun is making all kinds of threats, and they're almost all ball-related. It's all ball or... or I'm going to rape. suck your balls. Ha 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 Or I'm going to rape you with rusty scissors or something. It's yeah, all... Shove a fire hydrant up your ass. And yeah. Like cut your balls off with a spoon or whatever. Yeah. Cut your balls off with a spoon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to eat them out like soup. It's... He's... he's go, Look. He's going for it. These... I don't understand why these people are committing, but they are. Um, yeah. I think Colin... Uh, who's that uh, uh, Irish actor? Colin... Colin Farrell, he he was going to be in uh, in the sketch, but he 
he backed out. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Because these, at, at least these, the the people wallowing around in this mud are pigs. Yeah. So it's like these, they were not touched by this movie. The yeah. fans of, of Johnny Knoxville and Sean William Scott weren't like, I thought you guys were better than this. Most of these sketches, I, I feel like the people are better. This is the one where I'm like, no, this, this is fine. So, so they uh, they call up the leprechaun's, er, the leprechaun's brother calls and calls and them, calls them, yeah, and is is threatening them more. And then they have landline phones in the sketch for some reason. In 2013, yeah. this was this came out in 2013. Yeah, so I don't know what the fuck that was about. Uh, so then they. they the landlord, the leprechaun's brother, brings them like a giant pot of gold, and Johnny Knoxville drags it in, and then the brother jumps out of the pot of gold and starts shooting them. He shoots Sean William Scott in the eye, and then he shoots Johnny Knoxville in, in both nipples. Mm-hmm. And the nipples thing made me laugh a little bit. That was kind of funny. <laughs> Look, when you're in this in this deep of a yeah. mire, you just get to take what you can get. Then they shoot both the leprechauns, and. Uh, it ends with John Johnny Knoxville revealing that he has also got a fairy who gives head for gold coins. Watching the sketch, kind of like my facial expression was what it looks like if someone keeps trying to pull on a push door. Uh, let's like, take a quick break here. Gas time. Okay, we're back now after... Uh, I have the gas company coming today. I was hoping it was them. It's not. It was just Carolyn getting her lunch delivered. Got my hopes way up. Um, and Jacob is excited about this. I, I'm, I just like it, like it when people eat. <laughs> pro, pro eating. Pro eating for other people. I don't like doing it. Do you want to do, uh, is this a good moment for you to do your PSA that you've been talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eating is good. What are you talking? Is this a real thing or you just put... <laughs> Put me on for a fucking wow. Jacob's really bad at improv, is what we're learning. (laughs) Danny, throw me, throw me something. I got this. All right, Jim, do you want to do the PSA that Jim that Jacob has been asking you to do? Yeah, hey kids, please go. Sometimes in this world, there's an anorexic standard of beauty, but I want you to eat and I want you to eat healthy, small meals filled with berries and vegetables. But you know, sometimes if you want a hot dog, that's okay too. Thanks. The more you eat, the better you feel. From na 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 podcast. I think it's the too many nas. I cannot have been right. No, it was the right number. Batman. Yeah, man. So yeah, this leprechaun. This is another one where I don't know. I guess I can't say that they're all the most misogynistic sketch. But the that ending where this woman has been kidnapped and she's just gonna give head for money well she's a fairy danny she's not a human oh okay so it's not misogynistic it's fairynistic R- racist racist <laughs> fairies a race <laughs> i think a species sure um so i guess it's okay then she's a fairy yeah it's okay to be racist yeah i've <laughs> seen true blood so it's fine <laughs> uh next sketch also i i the whole thing that they they join next feel slept with the girlfriend if it's a birthday thing it's it, it felt like they they didn't need both those things. Oh, yeah. Also, the part where, like, you slept with my girlfriend. How are you going to make it up for me? Can I sleep with your girlfriend? Right. It's good women are property. They're bartering yeah. tools. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't get a say in whether or not Sean Scott sleeps with her. She'll just sleep with whoever Johnny Knoxville tells her to. 
He's the, he's the boss, okay? Yeah. He was in the Dukes of Hazard. It's all out in theaters. That's the main thing people know him for. Yeah. And uh, there's some donkey movie. <laughs> uh, the movie The Ringer. There it is. Yeah. The Ringer. Yeah. Right. Another, oh, boy. That, I'm sure that does not even kite. Wow. That must be monstrous to look back on. Oh, I think The Ringer's pretty good. Is that the one where he pretends he's mentally handicapped? To so? be a part of the Special Olympics. Yeah. But it's like, actually, it's a good movie. Was I'm he a, in I'm MIB 2? Say it again. Was he in MIB 2? Johnny Black Knoxville? Two? I don't I don't know. I don't remember. I Can we go over why you call it MIB 2 as opposed to Men in Black 2? That's what it's called. MIB. It hey, did you see that great new Will Smith movie, MIB? <laughs> remember how great MIB was? <laughs> I bet if I look up MIB, that's what's going to come up. Yeah, I guess, but I don't think anyone calls it that. You know what I mean? Like, it was Men in Black Two stylized as MIB Two. Like, you're not factually wrong, <laughs> but like culturally, <laughs> what the fuck are you? Man, I love HP Three, the Goblet of Fire. You know, <laughs> <laughs> if you were a true fan, you'd probably call it that. Uh, yeah. Also, it's the fourth book. I don't know. You know, yeah. the third one's the <laughs> Chamber of Secrets. Uh, that's number two. Third one is. Uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. John Knoxville was in... Uh, Prisoner uh, of Azkaban. He, he was in MIB2. Oh. Or Men in Black 2. I like to call it MIB2, Mib for, for short. He played Scrad and also Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what an interesting career. Yeah. Uh, so so the, next, uh, the next sketch is Truth or Dare. This is the one with um, uh, 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 Halle Berry and um, Stephen Merchant. So they're they're on a date together at a Mexican restaurant, and Halle Berry says she's tip she's tired of typical first dates and just all the, the small talk you go through. And um, they decide to play a game of truth or dare. So she grabs him to she dares him to grab this guy's ass, and then he dares her to blow out the birthday candles on a blind boy's cake, which what kid goes to a Mexican restaurant for their birthday? I like that you called it a blind boy cake. Blind boys. <laughs> blind boys cake. <laughs> you know one of them blind boy cake. <laughs> you know, it could be ugly, but it got to taste good. Yeah. You don't have to decorate it. It's just a plain white cake. I got a blind boy meal for you guys tonight. It's just a big pile of stew. <laughs> uh, and so the game starts escalating quickly and they both get plastic surgery and tattoos and humiliate him to himself. look like an Asian man her Botox and big fake breast yeah and Botox I don't know what she she looked she got that like old Hollywood starlet thing where like the cheekbones get bigger and the yeah. lip like kind of weird like cat like, face people get yeah like a she looked like a doll almost mm -hmm. she looked her skin looked all plasticky and, yeah. and he gets a giant dick tattooed on the side of his face and um, then at the end of the date um uh, he oh she also he dares her to make guacamole with her right Titty. breast. Yeah, it's one of the fakest fake breasts I've ever seen. I, I yeah. guess one of the da the dares must have been for her to get implants because well, that, that comes later. later. Oh, the guacamole is before it's really escalated. But it looks okay. like a water balloon. Yes, yeah. it does not look at all real. No. Uh, and then they they go back to her apartment at the end, and he tries to kiss her, but she rejects him because she's not attracted to Asian men which he's, and now it's surgery to make himself look like an Asian man. Right. And uh, then she says she was joking and invites him in to have sex with, and uh, shows her enlarged breasts, her gigantic 
watermelon-sized breasts. The one thing, going back to the guacamole thing, is there's totally a producer who is like, would you be willing to use your Definitely. actual breast? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's cool if you don't want to, but yeah. if you'd be willing, we think it would really Just, add. She had to laugh, right? Just like, No. Are you fucking kidding well, me? Well, she probably just like laughed, like pretending like it was a joke and not a real question. Right. Yeah. Because she yeah. probably thought, like, even if I wanted to do this, how it wouldn't even make sense. How would you make guacamole with your breast? It makes no sense. It's a whole goddamn thing. That being is this the least bad sketch in the thing? No. No. No? What's the least bad? Because uh, this is not a high bar. I'm not saying. I mean, this I don't is think good. any joke that like the like one of the main jokes is he He's looks like an Asian man, man, like a weird yeah. racist. That isn't Are we like the least, uh, the the funniest sketch or the least like offensive. I guess shitty. a combination. I don't know, but what's the what's the least bad sketch? Probably the children and machines one. I guess, but they I, cut that for the American yeah. version. I guess. Do we even <laughs> fucking like, count that? Like, so I don't know. Maybe the balls on the chin. Like it's like a, it's yes. bad, but it's like not like it's not harmful. It's not harmful. It doesn't. It's just like oh, this is a bad joke that keeps happening. Maybe you know? the, the poop one. I guess yeah. Nothing really crazy happens in the poop. I don't thing. know. The poop one incurred like it's like shitting on women. Like literally, that is the crux of the sketch. Is like, but they're consenting to it. They want. Eh. You're. I, I think it's okay to shit on a woman if she wants you to shit on her. Yeah, but it's also like he like has the whole thing where it's like you need to go shit on some hoes first, you know. Oh, like you true. need to like fuck around before you get married. It's like the you know, and yeah. it's like um I don't know. I don't mind the I like the Emma Stone Karen Culkin one. Like I know you that was your least favorite yeah. one maybe, but uh I like them both, so Yeah. That one was that one was fine. Nothing crazy happened. That one was fine. All right, so after this, uh, we're getting getting near the end here. Um, oh, no. Now this is where both real-life arcs wrap up, I think. Is this when it ended for you, when the movie set thing ended? I mean, this kind of movie was kind of like being an intolerable, intolerable pain where you yeah. don't really know where it ends or it's close to the yeah, end. So time stretches out. Yeah, maybe. Okay. So this next sketch is um, in 1959, this uh, black high school basketball coach. Yes. So the movie, the arcing device is over at this yes. point. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Okay. He's lecturing his all-black basketball team before their first game against an all-white team. And they're all worried they're going to lose the game. And so he, he lectures them that they're black, so they're going to win. And they're like, but what if they... And he's like, shut up, you're black. And so, so you're saying if we use teamwork, it's like, no, just be black. You're going to win. And then... When the, it, this sounds like you're like misremembering or no, like this lazily. Is, yeah. It's nearly word for word yeah. what this entire sketch I think is. He has one... This is a high school... This is a child. Mm-hmm. And his coach asks him, how big is your penis? Mm-hmm. And he says, about a foot, a foot and a half, which has nothing to do with anything. No. And also, it's an adult asking a child about the size of his penis. And a f- the difference between a foot and a foot and a half is a huge difference in terms of dick size. When you get to a certain size, I think <laughs> it stops mattering. 
experience. Is that what foot, happened to it's you? A foot and a half matter. You, I don't you, think you're saying this. Look, looking back, well, you know, after a certain point. I'm just saying, if it's a foot, then a foot, like it's it's useless pain. I think if you're a woman and you're dating a man, there's a big difference between yeah, a, foot a foot and a foot and, and a half. half. I think a foot's already like yeah. entirely too. Like that's crazy. The one thing that I think. I'm not convinced the sketch was written. I think they just had Terrence Howard in a room as a basketball coach, and they told him, go. It seems like that. I mean, there's no extra joke <laughs> in the entire thing. No. they just He just keeps saying, you're black, you're going to win, and then the black team goes out, and they win. Well, there is the funny moment where the white team scores one point, and they celebrate like yeah. they had won, and yeah. that's kind of a funny beat to me. And it cuts to, to the scoreboard, and it's 1 to 103 yeah, or something. Yeah, and it's just like this weird, it's like, well, we overcame. <laughs> like, <'cause> we, <laughs> it's like the end of Rocky, where Apollo Creed wins, and he's like, I went the distance! Yeah. <laughs> and they, uh, the the when they actually show the game, like the height difference between the black players and the white players, it's white players are like human sized, black players are like gigantic monsters. Also, Jared Dudley of the Phoenix Suns is in the yeah. locker room, and yeah. I fucking I was like, Jared Dudley, hell yeah, bro, so trying funny. to get into Hollywood. Yeah. It didn't work out for him. Think, does he even have a line? I just remember seeing his face and being like, what? He does. He's like, so you're saying, coach, we need to play with heart and determination. And then the coach is like, no, you just got to be black. I also love that they tried to pass off Jared Dudley as a high schooler. <laughs> it's like a 33-year-old man. <laughs> uh, so then um, this is, I, I guess I must I missed a couple of sketches here because I, I turned it off when it hit the credits. I, I didn't think there's, like just, watching. there's just the one after the credits. Um, there's, oh, I guess a couple of these were, were cut. Um, so this last one, uh, uh, Amy wears that her boyfriend Anson's animated cat Beazel is coming between their relationship. Uh, Beasel seems to detest Amy and anyone who comes between him and Anson, but Anson only sees Beasel as innocent. One day, Amy witnesses Beasel masturbating to summer vacation photos of Anson in a swimsuit. Beasel attacks her and violently urinates on her. Anson still finds his pet innocent, but Amy threatens to leave him if he doesn't get rid of Beasel. Hearing more about his relationship, Anson agrees to uh, find a new home for him. That night from a closet, Beasel tearfully watches the couple making love while sodomizing himself with a hairbrush and dry humping and a stuffed teddy bear. This is the grossest Mad Lips I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> I I haven't seen this. This just sounds so awful. Yeah, the sodomizing with a hairbrush thing's fucked up because it's like sad. Like the cat like wants to like is like a male cat who like wants to fuck mm-hmm. his like owner and then watches his owner fuck Elizabeth Banks and sodomizes himself as it cries. And it's 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 dark. Yeah, yeah, it is, and it doesn't. They're not playing it like that either. Like it's supposed to just. It's supposed to be like a weird, funny, like silly thing. It's it's really upsetting. So uh, then the the cat tries to to kill the woman, and uh, Amy tries to explain. Uh, they, they she like turns it on like the cat runs her over with a car and then shoots her with a shotgun yeah she like grabs a shovel and bashes him and you know kind of it's the horror movie turnaround yeah uh, the cat sprays on her too and a a group of children see uh boots him into a kid's party yeah and then you know zoom out to the wide and you see that there's kids there while she's beating this cat to death with a shovel and she tries to act innocent or she tries to explain what was going on and, and the cat acts innocent and anson sides with the cat the children of the party then attack and murder Amy for beating up Beazel. Yeah, these stabbing children her with just plastic like forks. Stab her to death. Like it was. This was a bizarre 
everything. I, I I just kept making that. I made that noise a lot during them. Just uh, <laughs> uh. there are also two sketches that were cut. Uh, there's one that was uh, written and directed by Bob Odenkirk. Uh, in this segment, Maude and George are looking for their breast flashing daughter Susie with the help of a private eye who's behind the camera with only one clue, which is a small video that features their daughter. Hey, that's all it says about this. I don't Shouldn't know they the call joke. him a dick? You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, Maybe that's why they cut it. They're like, man, that was an obvious joke. <laughs> we missed it. There's no We're better than this guy. Um, and that one had Julian Moore and Tony Shalhoub in the, in the sketch. <laughs> Such a stupid world we live in. Yeah. There's another uh, segment that was cut from the film. follows Wayne, a shy apprentice mortician who secretly had necrophiliac at the hospital. Uh, one night a body's having sex with is brought back to life from the pressure of his thrusts. His supervisor walks in and, and mistakenly believes that Wayne has performed a life-saving operation of some kind. The staff in the hospital and the media congratulate him while the news report asks what he did to save her. Um, one of the cops, he can't come up with an answer, so one of the cops tells everyone they can just watch the security tapes to find out. As they rush out of the security room, he's given a thanks by the girl he revived, uh, upon which he Response with an awkward, you're, you're welcome. Uh, this was not, but on the DVD, no one's seen this. Yeah, it's the guy who g- got cut in half by his car. What That's the it? star of the movie, the dude who played uh, Scotty in Star Star Trek. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. That, he's the guy that fucks the corpse. Yeah, alive. I think that's why they cut it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Shit. Because he died, and then he was fucking a dead body. Was he? Did he die in 2013? Was it around then? I thought this was. I it may have been later. More recently, mm. um, that was like 2016 or something. 2016, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, he got unscathed by that. That's thank God it didn't come out. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think a lot of it. This movie came out and nobody's career was hurt by it. You know. Which is wild. Like that, the whole world just kind of understood. They were like, "Wow, I'm sorry you were caught in this fly trap." Maybe it was just because nobody was like the star of this movie. Even the biggest parts were so small that they had so little screen time. Yeah, there's a lot of blame. It's not like we've been just like focusing on the performance of like uh, Jason Sudeikis, for instance. You know, like right. we're we're really spreading around it the. Goes by. It's like the current news cycle. You know, it's just a new thing every day, and it's like someone bought a ten thousand dollar door with taxpayer money. <laughs> what is it's just gone? The Farley brother made after this. Um, let me see. Money. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if he has. Because if I'm him, like if I'm an actor, I'm never working with him ever again. Of course. Oh my God. Yeah. This is like, this whole movie is just a series of Bill Murray signing on to do Garfield because he thought the Coen brothers wrote it. And then signing on to do Garfield too because they, they said he could do rewrites and then they didn't let him do rewrites. I, I think he, I think he made um, Dumb and Dumber Er after this. Hell yeah! Uh, My I, racist stepdad's favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb and Dumber Two. They they made. Um, I don't know. They haven't made much. I think they directed a couple episodes of the Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! I've not never watched that show. It's a. It started off really funny. The first couple of seasons are really funny. It starts going downhill at some point. Uh, but he hasn't done much. So that was movie 43. 
Uh, Jacob, would you recommend this? Good. No. <laughs> no. God. Jim? No, Danny. No, I would not recommend this. <laughs> you hear how sad did we you, are? I'm I legitimately did, upset. Just, like, uh. this movie bummed me out a lot. It made me, like, legit. Like, I was mad. I was mad about this. Like, Jacob texted me, like, as I was watching it, and I was like, I'm not going to say anything because I want to, like, be able to say how much I hated it here. Like, I also made uh, $43 of tips and texted Jacob that, and he was like, man, 43 sucks. And I was like, uh, we'll talk about it later. And he was like, yeah. no, I was talking about the tips. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a little, little coincidence. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I wouldn't recommend. This isn't as... Danny, would you recommend this movie? I would not. It's not as bad as I kind of went into it expecting it to be it's hearing that it was one of the worst movies of all time I think my expectations were so low but this is not bad in a funny way it's just bad in a way that's sad and not not fun no it's like it's hard it's it was only five years ago like this movie would make more sense to me if it was made in like 1985 which is all the fucked up shit that happens in it and like terrible views on it's all kinds of people but it happened five years ago. Are there yeah. any other movies that are just sketches like this? Yeah, there's a few. Uh, Kentucky Fried Movie is the, the big okay. famous one. Um, that's the only one that's leaping to mind, but I think there's yeah. a few other. I mean, there's like like slacker. There's like things that are vignettes, but not like specifically yeah. like sketches. Yeah, like without the Twilight like... Zone movie and um, Tales from the Crypt, I think. Okay. But it's I, a bad idea. Yeah, it's to not make good. this kind of movie, like I don't, I, I don't know why, I don't, I don't know why anyone would do this to me. Yeah. Um, so let's let's talk about um, where this Batman belongs on the list. I've seen two Batman movies. I'm gonna. This is the worst Batman movie you guys have seen. I is this worse than Arthur? I think that's really the only possible place we can go with this. Well, let's let's go through our criteria. So, uh, how's the car? How's the costume? How good is he at fighting crime? Uh, is he smart? Is he good in a fight? Do we see his feet? Don't see his feet. That's the hours, only criteria. He doesn't get a zero in gadgets. Um, so zero gadgets. No, no car, no gadgets. Does not fight crime. Does not. Does not well, fight. He, he does fight crime. Yeah. He fucks up though. Robin has to actually do it. Well, he no, like but his, he knows the whole time it's like a setup. I guess he's like kind of masterminding the whole thing. I guess he doesn't fight anyone. So combat fighting is is totally out in this yeah um he's got a utility belt but there's no gadgets the costume is one of the worst costumes we've seen it's yeah it's they don't even bother to do like adam west well because they don't technically call him batman do they i think they do they definitely say robin they say robin but i don't think they all the other superheroes i think they say batman okay yeah he's credited as batman okay it, his costume, um, it looks like a Halloween it li- store. I think it literally is. Yeah. It, it looked a lot like the, the 1949 Batman serial costume, which I'm going to pull up a picture for you guys. It's one of the worst costumes I, I've seen. Um, I'm just... But it, it just didn't really fit him properly. And well, Jason uh, Sudeikis has a very specific body. Can you see that, that picture? Yeah. Oh, dear God. And the ears <laughs> and the fucking crinkled up face. Mask. I mean, doesn't it look kind of similar? Yeah, I'd fuck that dude. <laughs> and the the, the logo, uniform. the logo looked really weird. 
yeah. on and uh the belt didn't look right um he's got to go way down at the bottom he, he didn't i didn't see any evidence he was smart I mean, I, there's the argument for the mastermind thing where he, like, knew what was going yeah. on, I guess. Yeah, he, like, knew that it was, like, the Riddler the whole time. Like, cruel, but definitely, like... But he does fuck up. Like, he does let the bomb get put on Supergirl because his ex-girlfriend shows up. Like, I don't think that that was all on purpose. And he was trying to hide under the table. And yeah, he that's a fair point. see him. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And was, like, talking about her vagina, and she's like, I can hear you. Right. Saying all this. And see you. And, and blah, see you. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And uh, the fact that he's so unsneaky is so very not Batman. No. No. So, yeah, he's definitely going to be near the near the bottom. Let's talk our, our bottom five right now. We've got Carrie Shale from Thomas and Friends, colon, DC Super Friends, San Diego Comic-Con, featuring Thomas as Superman and Diesel as Batman. That's the... Uh, it's one of our two Thomas the Tank Engine Batman. I hate, I hate this. <laughs> the fourth from the bottom is Sam Black from Diesel's Batman Saves Thomas as Superman. The I really just want to go, nerds, <laughs> nerds. <laughs> the second right, Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah. Then we've got no one at 60, Jesus, 62 on the list. He's worse than no one. Yeah. Uh, then we've got the unknown child from DC World's Funniest, that claymation one with... Uh, the the child voice actor, uh, yeah, I remember. and then sixty four, we've got Russell Brand from Arthur. I I hate him more than the child. The child yeah. did no malice in my heart. At least the child had a bat cave. It did. And the costume, and the costume was costume. better. His costume's worse than Russell Brand's. Yes, Russell Brand had Russell a, Brand had the car. Yeah, and he had car, some gadgets. Car. He had some gadgets. He, I think Russell Brand is smarter than him. I think Russell, yeah. He does a better job of fighting crime, though. Russell Brand was actively causing crime. I suppose that's true. Yeah, that is. That's the only plus over. Is that the only thing he has over Russell, uh, Russell Brand? I, neither of them really fought anybody. No, there was no combat. Russell um, Brand. They kept saying he was smart, but I didn't see any evidence of it. No. Yeah, it was a poorly written movie. Yeah, <laughs> it was a lot of show not telling. Yeah, or telling not showing. Yeah, on, yeah, I yeah. Think. I, I could go either way. Um, I think I want to put him just above Russell Brand because Russell Brand wasn't even really Batman. Yeah, Russell Brand p- pissed me off for longer. <laughs> to the, I, had to, I had to watch him for an hour and a half, and I only had to watch Jason Sudeikis specifically for like five minutes. Yeah, I, I think he's better than Russell Brand. I guess, yeah. Okay, counterpoint. Okay. Fucking this Batman, like wants to play a joke on Robin and have it be like a weird gay joke. Like, are we sure that this is Batman homophobic? I don't know that to be canon. There's also the argument that he actually is committing crimes. He he was pervertedly staring at a woman's Oh yeah, he was like, yeah, he was like keeping. Yeah, that's a crime. And also you could argue that he set like, you could argue the Robin uh, Supergirl thing is assault. You could argue that like putting him in that situation is a fucked up thing to do, even ignoring the gay joke part of it. Like if yeah. you told me you had a friend who went on a date with you and hid under the table and stared at a woman's vagina, 
I would be like super fucking angry about that. Yeah. That's a good point. That's like call the cops. For I don't sure. know what Arthur did. He like crashed into some shit. Maybe it wasn't yeah. like sex crimes or anything. It was yeah. like drunk driving. Well, no, he wasn't driving. Oh, that's Louis right. Guzman he was a drunk driving. passenger. Um, yeah, he was just like fucking around with the driver or something. He was. I think he hit like like Luis Guzman hit nitro or something and couldn't yeah. control the car. But he didn't do any crimes that are like that you'd destroy someone for, that you'd pillory them in public for. It was like cartoonish rich people crimes. <laughs> I, if you want to put them at the bottom of the list, I don't have a problem with that. I mean, I think there's a good argument both ways. Russell Brand pissed me off for longer. Jason Sudeikis, sex criminal. <laughs> um, really, you know. I, I think the, the fact that he's actually Batman, he's not just a guy in the Batman costume, puts him just a, one... Tenth of one percent above Russell Brand. That's fair. He was he was actually Batman. Yeah. All right. So he's uh, number sixty four on the list. Russell Brand still at the bottom of the list. I don't. This was the first real contender. Yeah. To take him down. I feel like I'm like someone making a plea that I don't want the death penalty for the man who murdered my husband. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and uh, the the state is like, nope, we're killing him anyway. <laughs> I'm not sure there's going to be anyone. Who goes below Russell Brand? I guess there's a few people who could be contenders looking looking down the list, but there's it's very possible he's going to be at the bottom of the list forever. What do you guys got coming up? Uh, coming yeah, up next week. Coming up next week, we've got uh, Jay and Silent Bob's super groovy cartoon movie with special guest Daniel Graff, who's on our Arthur episode. Um, the ones I'm thinking of who may be contenders. Uh, there's a 2015 Brazilian movie called Bat Guano. That's definitely going to be better. I'm just throwing it out there. It's going to be shitty in a way that I'm going to love. There's both a live action and a cartoon version that we'll do in separate episodes of Bible Man. So that could potentially be a contender. I may have watched this as a child. There's oh, a Nigerian film called The Batman, colon, Let the Gods Do Their Worst. I'm very excited for yeah, that. Yeah, that sounds I'm, fun. I'm very excited for that one, too. And there's a sequel uh, to that called, um, I, I think it's the Re- Return of the uh, the Batman or Revenge of the Batman, something like that. I'm having trouble finding that. Um, those are the ones who I think are going to be serious contenders. There's also, we're, at some point, we're going to watch the uh, Jaden Smith Batman music video. So he, he could end up being at the bottom. I just I like Jaden Smith at this point. I don't think I have the heart to put him below Arthur, no matter what he does. <laughs> well, we'll see after we watch that uh, that video. We'll see how we feel. Um, <laughs> so like it's a like threat. a clip show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jim, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, not right now. Uh, I'll have some episodes of a weird game show I'm doing at uh, some point this fall. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Where is this going to be able to be shown? Uh, you know, probably just uh, your computer screen at home, you know. YouTube, Vimeo. Okay. Facebook, whatever. Very cool. Uh, Yahoo Screens. Uh, exclusively on Yahoo Screens. <laughs> I signed an overall deal. Jake? Uh, <laughs> this is an E-Bombs World exclusive. Um, I've got... Uh, Albino see. Black Sheep. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I'm also working on the game show with Jim. Um, we're still working on our fucking web series with Danny. Yeah. Um, have we landed on? We haven't landed on an official title yet, have we? I think we're going with coming up next. Okay, that seems coming to be up everyone's uh, coming up next. Coming up eventually. Yeah, um, <laughs> still shooting. 
God, coming up so next is much better than coming up eventually. Yeah. Coming up eventually is a horrible title. It yeah. sounds like you're like trying to get a boner on, and it's like you're like, oh, it's, eventually it's gonna happen. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. I have, a, uh, I have a Nintendo Switch over there. I should have had the Viagra. <laughs> this is my third time. Um, yeah, and then just Twitter um, at Colburn nine one eight C O L B U R N. Yeah. I'll, I'll be in the Burbank Comedy Festival for uh, at Flappers for the Burbank Comedy Festival in August. Woo! Yeah, and uh, coming up next at some point is coming out. We've been playing that for months, yep. expecting. I, I think we teased it like last August. It's been nearly a year. Thinking yeah. that it was going to be done by the end of September. <laughs> oh, God. How many people do you think listen to the end of the episode? <sighs> I will give $5 via Venmo. Anybody who messaged me on Twitter at Froggy Dog World, if you've gotten to this point in the episode, excluding you two. Yeah. yeah. Did, did you ever, can I, can I reveal what you said in the last episode? Yeah, yeah, sure. Cause we, uh, we were questioning whether Jacob ever listened to the episode. And so Jim said that he would give Jacob like $10 if he heard this if and I asked heard, for it. I did not listen to that episode. <laughs> it wasn't, it was like, it. it was like 40 minutes in, you yeah. know, it wasn't okay. even the full episode. Okay. Yeah, no, I didn't make it that deep. <laughs> yeah, we, we figured. I use, I start some of them and then I just kind of like, I can't listen to my own voice or whatever. I just <laughs> you weren't on this episode, Jacob. I know. Yeah. I know. I, well, obviously, yeah. I didn't, definitely didn't do it that week. <laughs> I can't listen to my own voice and also Jim's voice. <laughs> I talked, I seem too much already. We accidentally wound up riding the bus here together <laughs> we were an equal amount of late someone said hey buddy and i was just like who, who's shouting at me like, yeah, i yelled loud across the street and you yeah. had both headphones in. <laughs> i was like jam <laughs> it would have been really funny if i just started running <laughs> <laughs> all right that's uh that's the end next week um jay and silent bob super groovy cartoon movie with daniel graff and that'll be the last movie of 2013 then we'll have to go back, and there's one we missed from 2012, but uh, <laughs> we're we're getting through. We're reaching the point where uh, we're going to start pretty in a few months. We're going to be doing movies that were not out at the time the podcast started. Eventually, we'll be out of the Obama era. Yeah, we're getting close. Yeah, we're getting there. Uh, and I think next week is our two-year anniversary of the podcast. Wow. Yeah. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to us. Uh, Jim, we end every episode by shouting the word Kareem. Do you want to lead us into Kareem? Kareem? Kareem! Kareem! Kareem.